Hey you guys, it's Alexis and it's the Grealist. So you know I gotta start you off with a quote. Push yourself because no one else is gonna do it for you. Now, as you know, election day was yesterday. Now I've been pushing, I've been pushing, I've been pushing everybody to vote because voting is so critical no matter what age you are no matter what you have going on in your life you need to vote and in particularly you should only be mailing in a ballot if you that's like your last option you don't have anywhere else to turn all you can do is mail in a ballot because you know every single year they mess it up People ballots get rejected because it's not signed. They, you know, mismark something. Something that's just not right about the ballot. They're going to send it back. The postal service we have, as you all know, is trash. So, with that being said, they're losing people ballots. You know, most of this stuff is intentional. But a lot of people aren't ready for that conversation. In a lot of states, particularly in South Carolina, very particularly in Sumter, were a lot of absentee ballot stations. Before, you know, November 3rd rolled around, a lot of people could have voted early. And they didn't have long lines in Sumter. Especially not the one I went to. I went to the one on the Pope. No line at all, in and out, five, ten minutes at the most. So my thing is... I can't particularly pinpoint or understand why someone wouldn't vote. Why wouldn't you exercise your right to vote, especially as an African-American in this country? Why wouldn't you exercise your right to vote? Your parents, your grandmother, your great-grandmother, your great-grandparents, your ancestors fault for us to have the right to vote and you particularly think that you're too good to vote you think that you know it doesn't matter if you don't vote it does every vote counts so i can't understand why somebody would think that it doesn't matter to vote how could you sit here and process in your mind that it doesn't matter to vote. And I don't want to hear the I'm not registered to vote because you had ample enough time to register to vote. You had 30 days before the election to vote. You could have registered online or by mail. And even if you didn't have internet, even if you didn't have a computer, um, they have libraries. So I'm very confused to why some people's excuses are I wasn't registered to vote. It's just that this election is too crucial for you to be nonchalant because that one vote could make a difference. Whether you see it or not, that's not the point. I 
I just don't understand you guys. Like, it's so crucial to exercise the right to vote. And you should be jumping to want to vote because exercising your civic duty, not along that, but you're making a change. It doesn't matter if you can see the change or not, but at least you're trying. That's what matters. You don't put in hard work without trying. You don't expect to see change without trying. When you go to the gym and you work out, you don't expect to tone up, gain muscles without pushing yourself and trying. It's the same, essentially the same thing when you vote. You have to at least try to make a change. Try to at least get a change, whether it's a small change, whether it's a big change, it doesn't matter. You should at least try. Like, I'm just not understanding. I don't think anybody would have a good excuse enough to make me believe that they really were right by not voting. Nobody. Nobody. At all. You should want to push yourself to make a change. You want to push yourself to be better than the day before. Especially in this country that we live in today. You should want to push every day to try to make a change for yourself, for your parents, for your grandparents, for your kids. You should want to push to make that change. You should want to go out and vote. And I really didn't have a lot to say in this podcast today i just wanted to push the effort that no matter what you need to exercise your right to vote whether it's a small election whether it's a big election like we had yesterday where they're still counting the ballots this morning no matter how big or small you need to make sure that you're exercising your right to vote no matter what you don't have to explain to nobody who you vote for. You don't have to explain nobody that. You go and vote. And don't take nobody else's word for it. You do your own research. Especially when it comes to, like, um, county council, um, you know, the senators. When it comes to those elections that might seem little to you, but make a big impact on your community, the district. Like, making sure that you are actually researching these candidates and seeing if their viewpoints at least a little bit fit with yours. Because it might not all the way align with your viewpoints, but one person is definitely going to always be better than the next person. That's the point of running against each other. So you got to just make sure that you're actually out here doing your research and not listening to other people doing your research and actually voting
want y'all also to realize something else. That it wasn't until later on that year in 1965 that President Johnson signed into the law the Voting Rights Act. You guys do realize that some of y'all parents was around during that time. That definitely some of y'all grandparents and most definitely your great grandparents were alive during this time. It's 2020, 1965, that the Voting Rights Act was passed to ban literacy tests and other methods used to disenfranchise black voters. I just want y'all to think about that. A little food for thought when people try to say it's not valid to bring up that our ancestors fought for our right to vote. When they fought and lost, some of them lost their lives because they were pushing so hard for the right to vote. 1965. Let that sit in. That was not that long ago, y'all. At all. And let's not forget that the 15th Amendment, it might have bared voting rights discrimination on the basis of race, but it left the door open for people to throw in those tests, poll tax. They were finding reasons to make sure that we weren't able to vote. Unless, you know, y'all, this wasn't taught in school. A lot of this wasn't. Especially not about the massacre that happened in Florida. Where a century ago, on election day, a black man was trying to vote by the name of July Perry. A white supremacist, a white mob, came through, killed him, burned down homes with black families in it, basically wiped out the whole black population in that city. And the ones that weren't killed, the few that weren't killed, were harassed to the point where they left. So that town was whitewashed for years. And they're just now admitting it in 2018. Y'all. I'm going to just let that sit in. Y'all can do some more research on that. Because that has my blood boiling. And y'all have the audacity not to get up off y'all behinds and go vote. I just don't understand, y'all. And please, I'm going to let this be known now. I support Biden 
Harris. If anybody supports anything other than Biden, Harris, you can go ahead and unfriend me. You can go ahead and unfollow me. Please let me know that you support anything other than that. So I know to not include myself in your friendship. Did I know to cut the friendship short? Because at this point, this is ridiculous. We're literally still fighting for our rights. And it's centuries centuries later. And you know, I'm a person when I'm passionate about something I talk about. I tend to stumble over my words. And most of the time, I would keep going back and re-recording because, you know, I want the podcast to be as perfect as it can be. But at this point, y'all, y'all gonna have to feel me. The stumbles and all, the trip-ups and all, y'all gonna have to feel it. Because that's how upset that it makes me that y'all are not getting up and voting, y'all. I don't care. When I turned 18, I was voting, baby. When my brother turns 18, best believe his behind would be voting. He has no choice. As my parents didn't give me, you don't have no choice. You're going to exercise your right to vote. My mama had me register as soon as I turned 18 to for the right, you know, to vote. When um my brother turns 18, he will be going online to register to vote. And y'all should push people in y'all family to do the same. You should push yourself if you're not registered to vote to do the same. You should push yourself to want to do the research of the history that the schools are not teaching. The schools are not going to teach half of this history. And you know that. It's just not going to happen. They're going to tell you what they want you to hear. They're going to tell you what they want you to believe. A lot of people are still blessed to have their great-grandparents or their great-great-grandparents in their lives. Y'all, sit down and talk with them. I've learned so much about sitting down and talking with my grandma, sitting down when my great-grandmother was alive, talking with my great-grandmother. My grandma, well, my dad's mother, I'll say it that way because my other grandmother is still living. So my dad's mother, when she passed away... Before she passed away, she used to tell me and my cousins all the time how she she fought for civil rights. She walked. She marched. Her behind off. She marched. And she always taught us that if you want change, you're going to have to make it happen. You're going to have to get out there. You're going to have to fight for it. Hold your head high no matter who's in the room. Don't let anybody disrespect you because of the color of your skin. Don't let it happen. Stand up for yourself. And my parents always taught us that some people are not going to like us because of the color of our skin. Growing up. We didn't particularly understand what that was. But as we got older, I'm telling y'all, as I got older, I definitely saw it. I definitely realized 
and let's not get into the healthcare system. It's blatant. As much as you try to overlook it, you can't. Put that in perspective, y'all. My grandmother was fighting for change. She just passed away in February. Like, y'all, it's so crucial. It's just so crucial. It's something that you can't overlook. It's something that you can't act like doesn't need to happen. You have where some jobs don't let us as black women wear our hair a certain way because it's deemed unprofessional. Let that sit in. It's 2020. And I can't wear my tightly cuddled curls out some places because it's deemed unprofessional. I need to slick my hair back. I need to pull my hair in a slick ponytail. I just can't wear my hair how it grows out my head. And that's a problem. I shouldn't have to take my braids out. I shouldn't have to take my twist out to do go to work to do anything that's in the professional ring as much as they say they're not discriminating towards black culture they are I don't care what nobody says like you can see it's blatant And I just want y'all to think about that. So are you going to sit around or are you going to fight for change? That's I'm going to just leave that with y'all today. I just, I'm going to give y'all a little food for thought to think about. So when I come back with on episode two... Y'all will have a little more... Knowledge. I just want y'all to go home, do your research, talk to your family, figure out your family roots. Because I know my grandfather, ever since we was little, he pushed history. But when I say pushed it, y'all, when we went to Granny House, we was either watching a crime documentary or we was watching something about history. And so you have to want to know the knowledge to get the knowledge. You have to talk with your family. You have to. You have to research it yourself. Go above and beyond to figure it out. So y'all, please, please, please. Do your research. Get your knowledge. Fight for change. And that's it for the Realist. It's your girl Alexis. I'm out.